Welcome to Empowering Others Through God's Word by Words to Inspire. Our mission is to inspire you to know God through His Word, to know that there is hope for you and your future through God's Son, Jesus Christ. The podcast today was recorded on the week of February 22nd, 2021. On Easter Sunday, April 4th, our guest, Pharaoh, collapsed in her home due to a cardiac arrest from which she did not recover. Her family feels she would still want you to hear her speak about God's integrity and faithfulness. They hope you will be inspired in your own chase for truth after you listen today. Well, welcome today, Pharaoh. Thank you, Ruth. Good to be here again. It's so much fun having this conversation. It is. We, we like to preach at each other, don't we, Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were just talking before we came on here today about how much we need to practice what we preach. <laughs> but we started off a great way with the, the giants in our lives and, and um, how David was able to uh, deal with the giant because he knew his God. And, and then we talked last time about God's redemptive names. And faith. we could take the whole series, oh, we uh, six sessions, and talk yeah. about the names of God. Yeah, we could. But 20 to 25 minutes would just not cover it. But we pray that our listeners are grasping a bit of the truth about the importance of knowing God. It really makes a difference in our lives for sure. Now, we came around at the end of our last podcast and said that this time we would be talking about three words that maybe not mean what we think they mean. That was very intriguing to me, Faye. So uh, do you want to share what those three words are, and then we'll unpack them one by one? Okay, well, the words are trust, faith, and hope. Now, we talked before, we talked earlier about uh, trust and and how we tend to think of them, but it's really important to uh, recognize that they aren't interchangeable. Trust and faith, for example, are not interchangeable, even though we use them. We hear them used quite often interchangeably. And it helps if we're looking for uh, truth from the scriptures to see how the scriptures use those words. Okay, well, let's and, get going on trust. Okay. Trust is based basically on knowledge, really, which is why God told the, the children of Israel who he was. They needed to know him. Abraham needed to know God as the nurturer, the one who, who the many-breasted one, because God called him to go somewhere and not even know where he was going. You know, so he identified himself to Abraham and to the rest of the children, to us, really, by those names. The, the psalmist told us that they that know your name will trust in you. And they said that they that know their God will be strong and do exploits. So in other words, faith, there, there's a great part for us to play in this. Absolutely. It, it's for one thing, when you know God, God acts, but we have acts. Yeah. We aren't just sitting here uh, knowing God and trusting God and not living on the earth. Right. So we it, talked last time about there were two reasons why you wouldn't trust somebody. 
Let's just review that because I think that's good going into this word of trust. Yeah. The two reasons are. The two reasons are, first of all, you don't trust someone that you don't know. You don't know well. And you don't trust someone that you know, but they've let you down. Right. That's so applicable to, to uh, even trusting someone for in a business deal or when we say to children, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. We're saying that because they you don't, don't know them. Know them. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. So all wrapped up in the word trust, and we're applying it to trusting God, but it applies on the practical level. Exactly. Very much so. Yeah. It's wrapped up in knowledge. Exactly. Wow. And you know what, Ruth, we, we can see that in the practical level. We see that in everyday life, but we don't apply it to God. We don't say, I need, to, if I don't trust God, then I don't know God. Show me God who you are so I can trust. So we're sitting here often and we're saying, Oh, I want to trust God. I want to trust God. I want to trust God more. Yeah. And what a waste of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't trust him without knowledge yeah. of him. I love that. You know, most of us, I think a lot of us, I shouldn't say most, I don't know everybody, but sometimes when we say we're trusting God, what we really mean is we're gambling on him. Oh, you know, or we're, we're hoping that he's doing good. I mean, one pastor used to say, when people ask me, what's God doing? He says, he's doing good. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I just love that. (laughs) But you know, faith is different. And this is, this is, um, it's important to know the difference. If you wouldn't want someone putting together a car for you who didn't know the difference in in different (laughs) parts of the car, (laughs) the different kinds of boats or whatever. And this scripture that has come to us through thousands of years, it's intricate, it's beautiful, it is life-giving, but you have to search it, you have to know. It tells us that. Search me. Oh, yes. But faith, faith though, is different. Faith is, trust is based on knowledge. Faith looks like a twin of trust, and it's very connected to trust. It's a natural outflow of trust, but it's based on words. And we know that because that's what the scripture told us. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. There are other, other things like the people didn't go into the promised land with Joshua or, and, and the others. Paul wrote this about them. He said, the word preached to them about this good land that God's given you and these spies that went in, two of them said, oh, it's, it's a great land, just like God said. And he gave it to us. So yeah, we can go take it. And the others said, uh huh. Oh, well, it's, those, those giants are big. Yeah. You know, yeah, and what yeah. they didn't know, they found out later the giants were afraid of them. Yeah. You know? Isn't it interesting that we started off about the giants and now yeah. here we are again talking, talking about, about the giants, giants. Yeah. and, and um, that land that they were spying out, it was exactly the same for all 10 or yeah. all 12 spies. Yeah, they saw the same thing, all but they the didn't thing. identify it in the same way. One, two people, two of them saw it with the knowledge of God behind them. The others saw only the giants. And themselves, they didn't include God in the in the picture at all. They didn't include God's promise, God's word, God's strength, God's empowering. All the names they didn't include it. Paul said about them: the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith mm. in those that heard it. So that's that's faith. Really, is just 
believing it's a I think it's a force really within you that comes from believing what you've heard yeah. and you believe what you've heard because you trust who said it that's right and and you can't see trust or faith they are not visible no they are no. inner works they're inner works and they they are visible only through your act and through your words really faith is released through your words and through your acts but there it, it flows from trust in the one you know wow that's so powerful because god has laid out his word something like 22 23000 verses yeah and promises and truths that we can live by yeah and when we have that word that's why we do these podcasts is to whet the appetite of each person yeah to just understand the yeah. power behind the words of god yeah i mean the book is uh stories it's it's a book of stories it's a huge big story book that shows you god and that <laughs> shows you it you know people tend to think of uh, you know the old testament especially as a book of laws but it is a book of life the 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 whole complete beginning to end is a book of life and and the commands the reason people follow the commands is because they trust and they have hope and they have they have faith and they have hope they the commands are are not again given so that you'll be holy the commands are given so that you'll be right the instructions are life giving they are wisdom they are when you don't know what to do here's here's an instruction right here you don't need to second guess it you don't need it doesn't make you holy doesn't make you righteous jesus makes you righteous this is help to you yes these are what they, these are help to you and this is so practical for this day in which we yeah. live you know there's nothing in this world that's not changing right now yeah. and changing rapidly and so when we come back if we don't have the word of god we have nothing in our lives that's not changing yeah you're that's gonna... not shaken Exactly, exactly. And so now I love these three words. So we've done trust, know something, faith, believe something. And the next one is hope. Hope. Hope is, is often used as uh, like I'm hoping for that. I, I'm, it's kind of like I'm wishing. Or this is something I really want to happen. Well, I haven't given up hope. You know, something magical might happen. There's no, there's no meat in it. You know, there's no strength in it. It, it. That kind of use of hope is from a weak place, you know. And But that's not what hope is supposed to do. Hope that, that comes from, it's a natural outflow of faith. Mm. You know the God who is living with you, who is in you, who has redeemed you, who has a future for you, who has whose, whose thoughts and words and actions all look the same. He has integrity. You know that God, when he says something, you have faith in it. Mm. believe it and then when you believe what he says you have hope for something you can see what what the future holds that's because interesting he said, because yeah. he said it yeah so yeah trust knows faith believes and hope sees that's beautiful it reminded me of that old hymn uh, a lot of our listeners will be way too young to remember it but it's so true with it, what you're sharing is my hope is built on nothing, nothing less, less. Oh. Than yeah. Jesus' blood and righteousness. Yeah. 
Jesus' yes. blood and righteousness has been shown to us. Yeah. It's not something that we haven't seen. Yeah. It's been shown to us. The cross being the, you know, the, the beautiful example of his blood. But how beautiful it is that we have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Or we can have a foundation, Faye, because you and I were talking before we came on the show today that we need to practice. We have a part to play in this. Yeah. So let's talk about that, that part that we play in these three words. I think that's key. Like you said earlier, that song, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I will not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Name. Yes. See, there's that, the leading on his name. Yeah. Yes. I mean, when you lean on the name, you're leaning into, that's a, it's a word we hear a lot, like lean into this, lean into love, lean into trust, lean, lean into the name. Lean just, on just, me. Lean, yeah, just really. <laughs> but the only people who can sing that song with a full heart is those who have done something, uh, who have acted on a word. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Yeah. And a lot of people have heard that. Millions have heard it and not taken any action, not have, not have, haven't believed it, or maybe haven't understood it. I think most people haven't really understood. A, a, a friend of mine, an older gentleman, said to me one day, he said, you know, people who don't believe in God, I think they really want to. I think down deep they really want to. And I think that is, that is one thing I think, Ruth, about podcasts like this, is the, the focusing on who God is and how God acts Mm, because a lot of those people want to believe in God, but they hear that a devastating flood that devastates a a city was an act of God. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, and, and so when they hear that, when they hear that, they just kind of back away. Like, I don't know. I just hope God doesn't notice me. If there is a God, I hope he doesn't notice me. Yeah. You know? I hope he doesn't notice me. That's and, so true. And yes. yet, yes. yet life is in the book, you know, because yes. the book brings you God, the book brings you Jesus. And there's and, where life is. And so we're wanting each one to be building your life on a foundation of truth. And I was just thinking as you were sharing, Faye, that we talk so much about the free gift of, and, and then perhaps rest in that totally. And there's nothing we can do to earn his, our salvation. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm doing a study right now on First Thessalonians. And Paul is calling the Thessalonians, who are new believers, to excel even more. Yeah. And so he's calling them to holiness. He's calling them to sanctification. No sexual immorality. He's calling them to a higher life. Yeah. Those are things that they need to respond to. Yeah. Because they are yeah. wisdom, they are life, they are yes. life giving. Yes. Yes. It's, it's interesting to me. I was studying the other day about, and, and about authority. And we'll talk about that later. But, uh, God gave authority to, to mankind. Some, some of us don't know what to do with it. Most of us, you know, without his help, we don't know what to do with That's that right. authority. Absolutely. That's the problem. Yes. You know? And, uh, so I, I think that's why this is so important. Get to know God. Get to know who he is, what he does. Get to know the words he's given you. Get to know the wisdom he's given you. 
get to know the future he's shown to you. And that's, that's a whole different level of life Absolutely. that is offered to us, you know. And this is why we, we sit and we kind of nitpick about these little things, about these words. These are important. They are. It is important. You know? Yes. yes. I've made enough cakes to know that if you put something in there that you thought was something else, it's not going to turn out well. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know? And, and uh, we were sharing also about in our upbringing, sometimes in the church culture, we can get very wrapped up in rules and regulations. Yeah. And we need to live by the spirit. The rules and regulations will come without effort when we know who God is. Yeah. And I think, I think we get, get into trouble and we, we give, when we try to, let me put it this way. We know that these things are good. That when God tells us to do something, there's a good response to it. So we try to tell everybody else, you do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's and right. we know that we know that good would come. We know that good would come. God's word is wisdom. God's word works. Ways of doing things are are the very highest, best ways possibly. But God has got to be in the ways. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could you could have a, a a nation built on godly laws where where everything will work a whole lot better. Whether the people are are Christian, whether they're if they are built on God's laws or God's ways of doing things, yeah. God's truth about this is how life works right, you know, then then uh, the nation will be blessed. The people in it might not be as blessed as they could be, mm-hmm. but they don't take those things into themselves and into their own lives. And this is, I like this, taking it in, because yeah. and I think of in my early days, I think I'm not alone in saying that I thought osmosis would be the way I would get my parents' faith. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I yeah. think sometimes, look, even somebody listening today may be thinking, well, that's good for Faye, that's good for Ruth. But until you take the word yourself, it's a different level. When you open God's word and you yeah. begin, ask the Holy Spirit to give you what he wants to from a, a, a scripture. That's yeah. the way that we develop and increase our faith and trust in God. Because it's not by osmosis any more than receiving the free gift of God through Christ is, a, no. is from that we absorb it because we hang around Christians. Yeah. This is a decision. Yeah. It's a and great you know, decision. To, to go back to the word uh, faith. People think that if they believe in God, they believe there's a God, then they are. Mm-hmm. And that's a great first step to believe in God. But the scriptures tell us that the devil believes, demons believe and they tremble. But God says, come, if you believe in me, then come get to know me. Get to know who I am and what I've done for you. Get to know Jesus. He actually, God leads people to Jesus. I, I, I really believe that if people just like, you know what, I really like to know you, God. Uh, he's going to take them right to Jesus and say, look, there I am right there. Just just watch him. Follow him. Get, get Open your Bible to, to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. And follow him and listen to him. <laughs> and you'll see me, you know. Absolutely. And, and yeah. as you're sharing those thoughts about our part in it, it seems to me in my own life that I was eating bread crusts when I could have been eating a banquet. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you talk about faith in God and, and you ask people, are you a Christian? And they say, oh, yes. But are you enjoying 
what he's given for you and what he has in his word to build your faith, hope, your, your trust, faith, and hope. I like the way you have separated those and starting with, with trust and then faith. It's the foundation of everything. Wow. So as we look at this, this, um, time we've had together this morning, we see that, um, that trust knows something, faith mm-hmm. believes something, and hope sees something. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are listening, think about that. Trust knows something. So in order to trust God, you have to know him. Yeah. And then the next one, faith believes something. So when you know him, you will put your faith and trust in him. You'll believe what he says. You'll believe it if it says faith it in believes. here. Yeah. That's beautiful. And then hope sees hope something. Sees. Hope sees what those words created. Absolutely. You see it inside you before you see it outside. Yeah. You know, that's hope, really. Beautiful. It was interesting. I was looking for, uh, words that Jesus, the word hope, I was looking for it in the New Testament. And you know, I didn't find it in the Gospels. It was really interesting that I didn't hear Jesus talking about hope. Now, maybe there, and maybe it's just my translation I was looking for it in. What hit me was, Jesus said before he left in his farewell sermon, he said, these things have I spoken unto you, that your my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. And they hit me. You don't have joy without hope. These things have I spoken to you, that you would have joy. They would have no joy unless they believed it. They would have no hope unless they believe it. Hope brings joy in any situation. I think, who was it? Edmund McManus, I think his name is, said, hope is fuel. It's a fuel to life. And when you realize that some people just have hope in themselves. If you've got hope in yourself, then that's not a great, great foundation for your hope. The true foundation has, has, has come to us and has said, trust me. Believe me and hope in me. Wow. Do you have that verse of scripture uh, right there at your fingertips? Uh, the joy that remains. The, and, and my translation says complete. Yours is full, but they mean equally the same thing. Was that? Um, well, here's one that we can end with today. It's got the same idea. It's from John 20, verse 31. And it's following Jesus' many miracles in the presence of his disciples. There are too many to record in the Bible. But verse 31 reads, But these are written that you may believe that Jesus Mm. is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Yeah. What a verse to believe with (laughs) us today. Isn't that beautiful? It's it's everything there it really is in his name and that's what we've been talking about so we are so glad you tuned in we want you to be able to embrace the words of god we want you to learn to trust him more to have more faith and to have hope not only for today but for your future that by believing in Jesus, you can go to heaven and live with him forever. And if you need to ask any questions about that, email us and find us because you need to know Jesus in this time in which we're living. The most important thing you and I can do today is to get to know him better and find out how we can live with him forever because the fear in this world is going away. 
we have hope. So tune in next time. What a great time we've had today, Faye. I'm excited to go tomorrow to podcast number four, more than just a nickname. You're not going to want to miss it. Bye for now. The previous six podcasts reveal in part the legacy of Faye Rowe. Our mutual love for God's word drew us together. And whenever we were together, God's faithfulness always took over our conversation. I'm so grateful to Faye's husband, Glenn, and daughter, Jillian, who have kindly allowed me to air these podcasts. I pray that the love Faye had for her Lord and Savior becomes part of your story, too. Thank you, Faye, good and faithful servant, until we meet again. And to you, my listeners, check out our ministry at wordstoinspire.ca or contact me, Ruth, at wordstoinspire.ca. Tune in again. Until next time, bye for now.